Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Use the promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. We're also brought to you by Odds Shark. They have the latest betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else, plus free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff. Follow them on Twitter at Odds Shark and www.oddsshark.com. And welcome to the EPL show. The EPL show is brought to you by mybookie.ag. We're offering a 50% sign up bonus up to $3,000 for new customers. All you have to do is type in the promo code SGP50. And they are also offering a load of prop bets and regular bets for the EPL. So if there's anything you like on it that we give out, and we are fairly accurate and decent with our picks so far this season, you can go and bet it over at mybookie.ag. I'm joined by my regular colleague on the EPL show, Mr. James George. Hello, Billy. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I had that week off last week. I, I'm actually, I had to go solo. I'm not actually sure how I did. Actually, I haven't spoke to you for ages because you had the week off and then we had the FA Cup. Yeah, two weeks off, technically, I've had. <laughs> I'm... I'm basically a realtor in California and I took my license, got my license a few weeks ago and I've been in training and then just been working really hard on that. So whereas before I've had more free time and flexibility, at the moment I actually have meetings and things, so my life's completely changed. I like your angle with that, like that you're that you're going that you're actually just embracing the entire British thing because I I've seen porn stars that go over from England and they, they try and have an American accent and I don't get it. It's like, be British and it might... I, I feel I'm in an industry where there's a million and one people trying to compete for the same thing. So I'm like, be different. And the Americans love the British accent. Even the guys seem to like it. Yeah, I've been I've been to WrestleManias with, with, with ugly friends and um, women talk to them that don't talk to them in England. It is like the film Love Actually. It is actually like that. If I was single, it would be dangerous. Yeah, but you're not. I don't think you're one of my ugly friends. <laughs> I, 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 I'm talk, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, take it as a compliment because I actually have some like I've actually bit. Well, obviously, some of my wrestling people that watch wrestling. Oh, that yeah. Yeah, like so I would. No offense to wrestling fans, but if you had to put them, you know, like generally football, soccer fans or football fans, however you want to say, it, generally aren't the best looking. My wife doesn't go to games and go, oh wow, the group of men. I, going to the wrestling, yeah, that's another place where I don't think single women go to pick up hot men. I saw. I, I, I actually haven't seen your wife before until like a, about a couple of weeks ago, and there was you posted some picture up. I don't know if she was doing some 
Yoga or something. I don't know. Yeah, 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 probably. Well, my son was in it. Yeah, James has got James has got an attractive wife. Everybody. So, <laughs> see, yeah, I'm punching. St- yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. You kind of look. You kind of look like one of them brother sister couples. Like you wouldn't know if you that you wouldn't be sure unless you were holding hands that you were uh, that yeah, you were a couple. Yeah, but if you're walking yeah, separately, yeah, if you're yeah. separate, it'd be like oh, they're brother sister, and you'd have to actually be holding hands, and then people would know. Yeah, no, yeah. I can understand that. She probably looks more like my sister than my sister does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and my kids just look identical to the two of us. Yeah, they do definitely. You haven't got any. Uh, you don't need any DNA issues there. Um, right, let's have a look at the uh, let's have a look at the the list this week. There's no Arsenal or Man City games because they are in the League Cup final. So there's less games for us to cover this week. Although, but they're they're actually in the fantasy league though. Yeah, it's so weird how this worked out. They were meant to play each other this weekend and they both got to the final, so their game just got moved to Thursday. Yeah, because when I was looking at it, trying to work out double weeks for fantasy and when to make captains and all sorts, I was like, this is weird. What's going on here? And that makes more sense. So I didn't even realise it's the cup final this weekend. Yeah, so what would normally happen is that... Um, you wow, would you you realize. would you would sort of take your players out and then you would load then you would use your wild card or your yeah. free hit and then put them all in because Arsenal and Man City would end up getting two games in a week, but it's not going to happen this year because the finalists are two teams that we're going to play anyway. So what we might do is when we get to that game is we might cover the final and then try and cover the league game like collectively and see if the results yeah, have fine. any that impact on each other uh, so Leicester versus Stoke Leicester are 7-10 to 10, um, and Stoke are 19-5 to 5. the draw is 14-5 this is this is how we get uh, back on track with the Premier League on, on, on Saturday um, have you got anything that you really like here? well you know what Stoke are quite a big outsider but I don't think they'll win this game, but I can see them maybe getting something out of it, or at least being close game. So I'm tempted to go under two and a half goals, or because I think Stoke will try and aim to keep it tight. And Stoke, and obviously Mares is, is, is absolutely key to Leicester, and obviously things have gone wrong there. So I'm a fool. Do I go Stoke plus one or under two and a half goals? I'll go Stoke plus one. Yeah, I agree. Um... I think they need the result more. I think Leicester are fairly relaxed now. And I think Leicester might be doing what I said and thinking about the FA Cup and thinking about their next game against Chelsea. While Chelsea are distracted by Barcelona, I would I, I have a strong feeling that Leicester can beat Chelsea at home. Um, my tip for the FA Cup, actually, well, because we don't get to talk about it, is, is actually Tottenham. I think a team that get two home games to finish the tournament um, off... I'm, got I'm a... telling you now, do the tip, this is what's going to happen. Southampton are going to make the cup final. Do you know why? Ooh. I had a season ticket at Southampton for quite a, quite a number of years, never reached cup final. We reached one in 2003. I'm not counting the, J- counting the JPT before Saints fans go. Yeah, but we made Wembley in 2010. Yeah, but how does this how does this theory discount Tottenham this, winning this it? This theory is me being a season ticket holder for a number of years. I move abroad. No, no, no. I, un- I understand that. I understand you're going to you're going to say the one. You, yeah. Again. Yeah. So for the two years, two years I've moved abroad, we're going to reach cup finals. I just know it because that is my luck. I have to pay for a ticket 
to fly back from California to go to the cup final. I just know it's going to happen. And I even know it's going to happen even more when you're supposed to play Man City away in a cup final and you don't play Man City, you get to play Wigan. Yeah, but how, what I'm saying to you, James, is how does this how does this discount the fact that Tottenham are going to get two home games in the semis in the final and win it? Because Tottenham can beat Southampton in the final. I I don't know about that. I mean, obviously, it's for us to get into a final, not another thing. Yeah, if we, if we play a team in the final, um, whether we'll beat them is, is probably, probably do exactly the same as what we did last year, get to the final and lose. So you're right. Yeah, Tottenham probably will win it and we'll probably get to the final is probably what will happen just because we just are flying back for us to lose in a cup final. Yeah, so for all that talk we had throughout the year and obviously they were struggling to win games but they but but they were drawing them Tottenham now haven't lost since uh, their, at Wembley since their first home game of the season which was against Chelsea so now Wembley has actually become a fortress as opposed to the hindrance that it was and uh, they get to finish the FA Cup you know with two home games because they've got the, in my opinion the best manager in the world and he would have adapted it everything possible so that they can play well at Wembley he used to play really really pressing football and things and at Wembley he cannot play the same football which he used to at Wembley so he's adapted and that is why he's an exceptional manager well we'll get to all their games in a minute because um, Tottenham Tottenham and Man United are going to be bunched together at the end um, of this of this podcast because they're all on Sunday so we both go in the same thing Stoke yeah yeah yeah, we, yeah we're taking Stoke plus one there uh, Bournemouth versus Newcastle Bournemouth 21 to 20 and Newcastle are 5 to 2 this is harder than it harder than it should be because Bournemouth have Bournemouth seem to drop after they start to look safe and they have wins and Newcastle seem to pull a result out every three weeks when they look like they're in a crisis um, from no takeover and no signings and all things like that and you end up writing them off and they pull out a result so this is this is hard it might fall I don't know into... Newcastle don't normally travel well down to the south yeah Bournemouth are better at home uh, I, I just I feel as though remember the last round of results because it's been that long since we did a show but I have a feeling that Newcastle uh, if I recall rightly Newcastle Newcastle did pull out that result already and um, yeah they beat Man United 1-0 how the fuck did I forget that Um, so yeah so so they actually had the result and Bournemouth have gone back into their and they lost 4-1 last time yeah they've gone yeah I've got a feeling Bournemouth will win it yeah, the, this Even the form says it should be the other way around. No, this this is this this is these two clubs. What one they start to look safe, and then the other one will win. It's it's this this yin yang effect. So yeah, this is perfectly primed for for Bournemouth based on the pattern of uh, the pattern of the season. Um, Brighton versus Swansea. Brighton are twenty one to twenty. Swansea are three to one. Um, Swansea go the classic for this type of game under two and a half goals. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is definitely an under under two and a half for me as well. Um, I think it might be nil nil to be honest. 
I don't think that would I don't think that would bother Swansea much. Carlos Carvajal seems to be going there to avoid losses and winning if winning where he can, and he seems to pull them out of it. It's not the worst result for either side is just to get points where you can, and so I think I think it could just end up nil nil. I think Bournemouth would be. Would uh, sorry, Brighton would be wanting to win this game. Um, it's, they would. It's a, yeah. it's a six pointer, and they'd be they'd be looking to to win this game. But um, yeah, I think under two and a half goals there as well. And I think the same for the next game, uh, your guys' game, Burnley versus Southampton. I'll give the prices out anyway. Nine to five Southampton. Sorry, nine to five Burnley. Seventeen to ten Southampton. Southampton still getting that respect of being com- favourite for this game. Yeah, which I cannot believe. Yeah, it's weird. You, they're, they're, one team's seventh in the league. They're really good at home, um, and um, and yeah, you still. Please, please, please tell me who we've. Can you, you probably don't have to yet. Who have we beaten this year? Where were they in the league when we beat them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I always say this to you, and there, there's always some Southampton favourites who were. I think they were 16th or something, and they were bottom. We've beaten. West Ham, who were bottom. We've beaten Palace, who were bottom. And we've beaten Everton, who I think at the time were 17, something like that. Yeah, there's still this kind of Pochettino, Koeman error pricing here that you would seem to get and it doesn't it doesn't seem to have have changed with with going through um, to Puel and the, and the manager you have now it's like this is a very different team the best players have been bought like there really isn't anybody that I can see there who can be the next 20 20 25 million 30 million pound player that like there isn't another Van Dyke or anyone left like, they're down to the bare bones and they're still they're still favourites to win games at places like Burnley we tell you, we actually do have one world class player. He is going to be the big boys will be after him. Lamina. He is top top draw. So we've got one. <laughs> yeah, he'll be gone. Maybe yeah, well, I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough of him yet to say that. Um, I, I mean, th- I mean. This this could very easily be Burnley plus one because of the price of because of the price of the match. I'm not even going Burnley plus one. I'm but, going Burnley. I'm I'm going to take the under two and a half goals because neither of you score. Um, but Burnley plus one Burnley is the same price. Is, is a massive bet for me. We are awful. We've got some good players, and if they in in like Bertrand's a good player, we've got Lamina, we've got a new striker who. I honestly don't know if he's going to score this year or not. I mean, it's a difficult one. We've got the okay player, and if we possibly, if we turned up, we could get some. I just don't see it. I, I, for me, it's an easy Burnley win on this one. I think, based on the terribleness of the other teams that we're going to talk about in a bit, um, you're going to end up safe now, but not because you're any good. Because from what I've seen, like you're, you're actually not. But but some other teams are really because bad. We might be able to beat the bad teams. Exactly. No, it's yeah. not even that. I just think I actually think someone. I think teams may get relegated this season with with points in their twenties. Like I think teams could get relegated with like 30, 34 points. That's that's really how bad it is. Um, we'll get to them in a minute. Liverpool versus West Ham. Um, Liverpool one to four. Uh, West Ham a ten to one. 
uh, West Ham never win here. Uh, they, I, I, they they did win their three nil um, out of the blue. I think it might have been last season actually, but usually West Ham don't get anything up north. Yeah, for me, Liverpool. I'm always going to stick my house on them, but I'm going Liverpool here. Uh, I probably I'm actually going to go Liverpool to nil. I don't know why. I just got a feeling they're going to keep a clean sheet. It's going to be something like two nil. Uh, I'm going to take the minus one at eight, uh, four to six. So uh, yeah, four, minus one fifty for the American people. Um, here we go. The two worst teams in the league. These will be these will be the bottom two, and uh, one other will go with them. West Brom versus uh, Huddersfield. Uh, West Brom are ten to eleven. Oh, one of your kids wants you. I think. Um, uh, this, uh, is, uh, I think my wife was trying to get him down, but he's not having it. <laughs> what time is it over there in California now? It's, well that's the thing I don't know why he's trying to get him down at half four in the afternoon but he's obviously not already had much of a doubt today so. uh, West Brom are 10 to 11 Huddersfield are 7 to 2 did you get any news of the West Brom night out in Barcelona all I heard was they nicked a taxi and when I actually looked who nicked it I was like whoa these are all the experienced players that nicked it these aren't the 18 year old kids yeah, they uh, they wanted to they wanted to go to McDonald's, so they stole the taxi. Somehow managed to know where the McDonald's was, drove to it, then drove the taxi back to the hotel, then left it there. And then they didn't get done because there wasn't enough evidence to prosecute them. Somehow. The funny thing is, is Pardew is a bit of a party animal, so it doesn't surprise me at all. And the fact is, they're in so much trouble that they can't even discipline them because they need them to play. Yeah, they all paid in the FA Cup when they lost to Southampton. Yeah. And that might be part of Southampton's price as well because they're probably thinking these guys have got to the, these guys are probably definitely going to be in the semi-final of the FA Cup and they seem to have turned the corner. So but neither of these uh, this result doesn't really matter. They they're both they're both going to go down. I would think that at the West Brom win oh, this game. I don't know what. I've still got a funny feeling that Pardew could get a few results and this will be one of them. I yeah. think West Brom to win this. Yeah, same. I've taken West Brom to win this game because I think a lot of people said they have to win last week, but I think they got kind of got away with it. I think they have to win this week. Um, and, and, and I, I think they will. one West Brom close game. I tell you what, Rondon's goal was just out of this world. So... He's a player in confidence. I'm going to go Rondon 1-0 West Brom. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I don't know if I can take a score. I mean, Daniel Sturridge hasn't scored yet. And you say you even forget that he's... Oh, I think he might be injured again. It doesn't surprise me. I think... I remember there was a game where he was taken off uh, after after two minutes. So I'm not sure if Sturridge has recovered from that or not. Uh, so probably keep him out of your fantasy picks. Keep him out anyway, because... West Brom don't play for a player like Daniel Sturridge um, so yeah I, I, w- I would keep him out anyway uh, we haven't done too much fantasy but looking at what we've covered so far I can't see anything anyway I think there's only one uh, Liverpool I've actually just completely well carded and I've gone Van Dijk and Robinson I think they actually might start keeping clean sheets now they've got Van Dijk and Robinson seems to be playing all the time and Gomez it doesn't look like he is so I've taken Gomez out uh, any others that I'm interested in? No. 
No, you got to go. I think you still got to go Salah and Firmino for me. Um, so that that's Firmino. Oh, I've got Mane in because I can't can't go the usuals. I've got so much to catch up now. I've just well, Mane had that hat, that hat trick in the Champions League, so he actually might it might be the I way to go. I think he might have some confidence now, so I've got Mane. It wouldn't surprise me if Mane slightly outscored Salah for the last ten games, and it's, that's 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 actually all we've got left. Um, Sunday now Crystal Crystal Palace versus uh, no sorry sorry I missed out Watford yeah Everton. Watford Everton yeah because it's so irrelevant I, um, uh, Watford are favourites for this am I correct they are 23 to 20 I, and Everton are 23 to 10 I'm going to go Everton plus one in this one I think both teams have scores are never really good bet but I just fancy Everton I fancy probably a draw but if one team's going to win it I think it'll be Everton I agree. I'm going to take that with you because Everton have been embarrassing on television, and it's a real and and in London, but they've been embarrassing on television, and it's weird because like there has to be a point where where Allardyce doesn't give an interview on TV where he's talking about a loss, uh, and they've been awful losses, four 0 to Tottenham, and, and and which I went to, and five one to Arsenal. So they're back in London now. Um, I would think that tactically. The idea would be to get to half time with, with the scores level and, and Everton try and nick this game. So I think he's going Everton to be. Everton have got players that can win the game. I think, to be honest, Watford have got a couple. I think De La Feo is a, could be a good fantasy pick to keep an eye on. He's a good player. Uh, but for me, Sigurdsson, Walcott, Rooney, they're players that can win you football matches. So I think Everton have just got a few more of them. Um. Up next, you've got Crystal Palace versus Tottenham on Sunday. Uh, Palace are 6-1, to one, uh, Tottenham are 1-2. to two. Um, I went against Palace as my lock last time and it was and it was successful um, because there's a statistic, I don't know if you're aware of this, Palace this season haven't picked up a single point when uh, Zaha hasn't played and Zaha's still out. So for, wow. so for me, because uh, remember they had that start, they, they started without him and had the eight losses yeah. and then he came back. Well, he's out again for six games and he's only missed two of those so far, I believe. And so there'll be four more. And this is another one of them. So it has to be Tottenham. Yeah, do you know what? I was thinking about Palace getting maybe something from this game, but yeah, reminding me that Zaha's out. I think that changes things. And even though Spurs might be looking at Champions League and all of that coming up I still feel as though even if they rest a few players about Sahar you'd probably back Spurs but only just I still wouldn't be surprised if Palace could get a draw out of this um up next, well, almost pretty much finally before we do the double header, um Manchester United versus Chelsea. Uh we're five to four, they're twenty-three to ten. Um for anybody that is doing that bet every every week blindly. You let us know how much you've made if you're betting Man United nil nil at half time. You know what I've written it down. I just think you're so defensive at the moment, and I think Chelsea are so up and down this year. I think Chelsea are going to try and make it tight against you guys. I mean, oh Man United, just all you do is try and. I'm going. To, my bet is nil nil at half time, or at least under one and a half goals or something at half time. Yeah, under one and a half goals is is not haveable because it's at four to eleven. Um, that but the and now and now 
like it's almost like they've cocked onto it. It's only seven to four for the nil-nil half time, but earlier on in the season that was coming in at over two to one for this for big games. And uh, for, if we were playing someone like Huddersfield, where we'd still go in at half time nil-nil, um, it would be nearly three to one. So there hasn't been too much adjustment on the games against crap teams. Uh, I, I won against Seville. Uh, Severe yesterday and it was 2-1 to one, but you're only getting 13-8 to eight here so because they kind of expect it I guess or 7-4 to four, depending where you look uh, I, I, I'm just going to go for um, they're obviously that is a blind bet that I tell everybody to take all the time so I, I just can't take it but under 2.5 goals for some reason and over 2.5 goals in this game at the same price they're both 10-11 to 11. It's, it's what I don't understand. It's like a it's like a toss up between of the bookies between the over and the under two and a half. How did you get to three goals in this game? Yeah. Did, did you see the last yeah, one? You just, you just can't you just can't see the Carpenter scoring a hat trick or anything ever again, can you? So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go under two and a half. But also I will. Yeah, I recommend the nil nil half time. It's just a nil nil half time. And. Yeah, we'll yeah, I, I think we'll win the game 1-0, but um, it's going to be some uh, somebody like uh, Martial or someone that, that gets the goal, um, but not but n- not Lukaku because he can't score against big teams and there's there's something wrong with Paul Pogba and we and I think it's uh, and I think it might be that it's the most up and down running I've ever known. He was a complete waste of money for a whole year. Then he was the best player in the world, and now he's useless again. It's just the weirdest signing ever. Like, <laughs> he, sh- he just can't play in that second defensive midfielder position. Like, you have to set him free. You have to turn around and go. Mourinho's under too much pressure to like you know it's like oh you can't Rashford's Rashford's born and bred and Lingard's born and bred, but it's like yeah, but you bought Paul Pogba so. You have Jesse Lingard and Paul Pogba. If you do play them correctly, they actually play in the I same position. For me, Jesse Lingard's not good enough to be a Man United player, in my opinion. Je- Jesse Lingard's Everyone been... Everyone in their heads think Jesse Lingard's a 19-year-old. He's got a lot of potential. He's like 25 or something ridiculous now. He's old. Um, he has had a really good season, though. Yeah. Is he going to win you the league? It depends. That's the thing. Like, it depends... No. It, 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 it depends... He could win another team a league with the with the right players around him. Unfortunately, like he's in a team with, I think he could get into the Arsenal team. He could get into the Tottenham team where he plays, and he could get into even even he could be in he could even be in, in the Liverpool team. He, I mean, I think he's a better player than Oxley Chamberlain, and I think he's better than Lallana. But he can't get in a Man United team because in his position, in his actual position, is Paul Pogba. What Mourinho does is he puts Pogba and Matter as the holding players and you get absolutely nothing out of Pogba. He doesn't have the discipline to be there, so he's always out of position and um, and he doesn't get to get forward enough, so it looks like his statistics are terrible. So this, really, this signing really needs to it really needs to be made worth its while by actually playing him in the right position. Um... We, finally, we've got Arsenal versus Man City. I've got the league game odds. Let me just switch. Let's get you the uh, let's get you the other odds of the Carabao Cup. In normal time, Jesus, Arsenal are four to one in ninety minutes. Um, Man City are three to five, and to lift it cup outright, Man City are one to three, and Arsenal are nine to four. Well, you know what? In ninety minutes, I can see it being a draw. 
this is it's, for me this is a blind better on Arsenal um, they're really really good at Wembley they were really good last year Chelsea were won the league easily and that cup final was supposed to be a foregone conclusion and Arsenal beat them uh, Arsenal also knocked Man City out of the uh, FA Cup semi-final last year and it's pretty much the same team give or take two three people and give or take the fact that now all of a sudden people think he's sorted it out I don't think that that Wigan result look, made it look like he has sorted it out and, and actually historically they're not the type of club that come back and destroy somebody after a loss Pep Guardiola's career has normally seen once once something goes wrong at a club it kind of escalates to um, a downward spiral so obviously yeah they'll win the league but I don't think they'll win anything else and I think Arsenal at 9-4 is a really good price I think it's a good price. The funny thing is, when I look at the league game, I put money on one team won't win both. I think the team that wins will be so ecstatic, will put everything into it, that they'll probably take the foot off the gas slightly in the league game. So, I think, especially if Man City win the cup, I think they'll go into the league game and I can't see them beating Arsenal in the league game. Uh, I've got a feeling... I don't know why I've just got a feeling Arsenal v Man City in a cup final I think it might go down to penalties so my, my bet for the league cup final is for a team to win on penalties 10-1 there you go but if you pick a team it's sorry hold on a minute just trying to see what it is if you actually commit to a team um, because that would be uh, Peter checks out of this game by the way So, but I, don't, but I actually think Ospina is um He's better at certain things because I don't think Czech's agility is all there. Uh, yeah, if you pick a team, if you pick a team, yeah, it just doubles, so you get twenty to one if you actually make a commitment to somebody. So Man City to win on penalties, because I think they've got a better keeper. Yeah, I, I think if it goes to penalties, they'll win. I think they've got better, more technical players. I got, there's there's more players. The point would definitely score. Yeah. Silver but then yeah. you've got people that I can see missing like Raheem Sterling and just like Sterling do, would miss a doing a poncy penalty that doesn't that just you know down the middle or something um, uh, uh, here goes a bit Man City to win a penalty 20 to 1 there you go that's a big one uh, in the league game then, then we've got Arsenal at um, let me just get back into the prices Where are we back on the league? Mine is going to be dependent on who wins the cup. So it's a difficult one to give out. I think Man City might win the cup and take the foot off the gas. And then Arsenal will be... I'll go Arsenal... I've actually got both teams to score. Yeah. Is what I think would happen. It's both teams to score. I think it takes more energy sometimes to keep clean sheets than it does to score goals, and they'll both be mentally tired as well from the cup final. So I'm going to just go. My, my, my bet is both teams to score, but I also think if Man City win the cup, it'll be Arsenal plus one, and vice versa. If Arsenal win the cup, then they might take the foot off the gas a little bit, and I'll go Man City plus one. But yeah, obviously you probably won't even be able to get the bet on that. But. Uh, I'm going for six to five on this game. Uh, six to five, you get over two and a half goals and both teams to score together as a double. Um, I just think that it'll be if it goes over two and a half goals, I would have think both of them is going to score. I don't think anyone wins three nil. So, so yeah, that's that's what I'm going to throw out for there. Um, so yeah, lock dog parlay. Yeah, lock dog parlay. Yeah. 
My lock is Arsenal v Man City, both teams to score. In the cup final or the league? In the league, because we'll just go for the league in regard to it's what we do, isn't it? Yeah. The cup final was just a bonus. Um, the dog, I'm going Burnley. But do you know what? There was quite a few. I was thinking Arsenal as a dog wouldn't be a bad bet. I was thinking Everton as a dog wouldn't be a bad bet. And I think the mate, I think it was the, yeah. So there, there's a couple of dogs, but I'm going Burnley. And then Parley, Arsenal, Man, Man City, both teams to score. Brighton v Swansea under two and a half goals. Everton plus one. Okay, so that's you. That's you complete then. Um, yeah. I've got a really good parlay that I'm going to start with. Um, I've got um, Tottenham, Liverpool, and Arsenal, Chelsea. Uh, sorry, what we're we talking about? Man United, Chelsea under one and a half goals in the first half, and that pays out at over at six to four, so over one point five. Um, the only real danger there is Tottenham, so it's just Liverpool outright that one. Um, my lock this week is going to be under two and a half goals in the Man United Chelsea game. Um, honestly, just cannot see how these two get to three goals the way that they're playing especially with top, with Chelsea playing Hazard up front and Man United just with their usual tactics against the big sides it's just, just I just can't see it uh, I almost locked up I almost locked up West Brom just to, just to have something different there um, the dog um, oh Arsenal in the cup so, you can't have cup sorry I can't have the cup you can't have cup oh no. okay then um, so it's purely Premier League betting. Uh, so what do we want for a dog? Um, okay, so then I'll take Arsenal in the league. They're going to win both, you think? That's interesting. I, I, you think, man, that you're all for? I know it's funny. No, I, I, I think it will be in different ways. I, I think the cup might be something, um, like something dramatic, like extra time or whatever. And I just think that. Um, it's weird though. The only weird thing about that is that Man City don't have to do anything in their second Champions League game and uh, they can play on Thursday and really really just go for it the thing is is that Man City play on Thursday and then they play Chelsea on Sunday so the thing is that Man City is now they've been so good that if they don't win more than the Premier League it's been a complete utter flop of a season I think they have to win the league and then they have to win something else I think that they I I just think they're only going to win the league I I think it's a successful season if they win two the quadruple thing was never on on for me and and for them to be Champions League do you remember just before we finish do you remember me ripping the piss out of Paris Saint-Germain being installed as favourites and telling people uh, guaranteeing people actually that Real Madrid would knock them out yeah we said before the fixtures got announced that, that, that Real Madrid should be favourite and we also looked at it and went Liverpool's a really good outside bet Liverpool still look good and Man City obviously look good in their first game and they're, and they're both going to go through but Real Madrid and Barcelona are the bets still like it's now going to narrow down and it obviously it will adjust to Real Madrid and Barca being right up there I have a feeling when the, depending on the draw um, when the next market comes around that Bayern Munich could be favourites for it depending on the draw I've, what's exciting about the Champions League is is you've got quite a few teams that would be that can win it this year and the and I, I think the next draw is going to be put out some really exciting. I say Bayern, a big side, 
you've got Barcelona and Real Madrid then you've got Man City now you've got the thing is English teams have not been in contention for the last few years nice now you actually look at it and you think Man City can win the Champions League Man City is actually still the favourites so but Barcelona and Real Madrid Real Madrid have gone from 9-1 to to 5-1 to and Barcelona have have held at 5-1 to which which is odd I, I don't see the, the funny thing is is Mourinho is a bit of a genius in the Champions League but I just don't think Man, Man United are just missing something we're getting slated for the result yesterday of getting the 0-0 in Sevilla which used to be what, back in the that's yeah. what you do though isn't it back in the day you were meant to go and get a 0-0 away that used to be considered the thing to do uh, for me I I don't I'm not a Mourinho fan anymore so I, I'm not convinced um, but I still got the funny feeling about someone like Liverpool I think it's, they just on their day they, they, they're, they're electric and uh, it's just one of the funny thing is with the Champions League it's, it's not over a season it is on your day and Liverpool one of these sides that they could the problem is with Liverpool they could get someone like Real Madrid and they could lose 4-0 in the first leg yeah. or they they could beat someone like that 4-0 in the first leg and then so I think Liverpool are, uh, just because of the odds you'll get are a good bet you well, wouldn't it, want to put money on Man City because they're favourite I would, I would just stay well away from them and there's a guy actually that started writing on the SGP website uh, Jerry Bow. um he did actually did she did all right this week, but one of one of the things that I just took exception to, other than some of the insults that he gave me, not realising that I worked on a podcast, was um, yeah, just kind of it's a, quite an American thing to do. So I don't know if he's an American or not, but the statistical analysis of how he came to the conclusion that Barcelona some of the Betsy Pat for Barcelona Real Madrid was based on previous data over the games against them over the years. Marie, it didn't. It didn't take into consideration that um, Chelsea had been managed by Mourinho, and now they're managed by Conte. And Barcelona had that Neymar, Suarez, Messi front three, and now obviously they've got more a manager that does a lot more defending in a different formation. It's like this is a sport where you have to understand you cannot take that Americanized statistical numbers approach because there is an approach in American gambling that works where it's like you don't bet don't bet the game bet the numbers in football yeah, yeah. You, you really do bet the game like you look at the look at who's injured who's playing who's playing well who's out of form who's not in form who's the manager what his tactics are you, you, you don't look at results from 2012 or whatever like this guy was doing and yeah he came out with the outcome on that uh, on that game but in the long run that isn't going to work like the, the way you, you don't analyse football from data under previous managers previous plays it's the these these teams well, if, if you, the bookies are putting Southampton favourites against Burnley um, and so that, that you know that's what someone's done is they've looked at statistically Southampton are a better team than Burnley but if you actually look at our, look at our results against Burnley look at our results this year and stuff I don't know what they're doing with that so yeah um I 
Yeah, it's it's it is a week by week situation. Like it's like there's there's bounce backs. There's there's like players that are in and out of form. There's like there's there's certain there's there's, there's grounds to look at. There's player injuries. There's a lot. There's just a lot that, that you got read the press like press conferences. Um, you've got just just so much to more to look into in this in the week before you bet a game um, new managers taken over that's a trend as well uh, the Man United nil-nil thing you have the same the same play as normally play you don't necessarily change players because you're playing a certain side you wouldn't go into a game and change your best quarterback because you feel as though against this team this quarterback would be better the same quarterback plays all the time but in, in, in football stroke soccer that that's completely different. Depending on who you're playing, it means you know if you're playing against. A good example is if you've got a really small striker that struggles against big centre backs, and you're playing against a certain way, you'd play a different striker in that game. Yeah, that's the thing. You you have to also look at the rotations as well. Like the the, the squad rotation is a massive thing. Like we like through yeah, which you don't get in American football. No, of course not. And just because you don't play two games in a week. And, and that's one of the good things I've done in fantasy like this year I've, I've, I've tried I've done quite well in working out uh, uh, working out who's going to play and who's not going to play and who to take out and when to have Aguero and when to have Kane in and, and yeah it, it has been helpful trying to like sometimes a Mourinho or a Guardiola will surprise you and, and just drop a player out of nowhere but it is very much a week to week thing. There is a lot you need to look into. Sometimes me and Jack, like previously, just for me and James doing a podcast on a Wednesday and now recording on a Thursday makes a big difference. Like we just know a tiny bit more than we did yesterday. It's just that yeah, kind yeah, it's just that kind yeah. of game. It's just honestly that kind of game. Never ever ever bet on um, sport, I think generally until the, the very last minute. Because a good example is if you put money on, I don't know, say for example, you wanted to put money on Leicester winning on Saturday. Leicester are going to win if Jamie Vardy plays. And if Jamie Vardy gets injured and isn't fit on a Friday night, then you've wasted your bet. And um, just to, just to yeah, let you... Uh, and I'd, just... I'd wait. And just and if you want the biggest thing that uh, backs up this statistic, like from based on the past... Before Wednesday, Lionel Messi had never scored against Chelsea, and look what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we are at EPL. The, is it the? It's not. Oh, it's EPL Show Pod. Sorry, at EPL Show Pod on Twitter. Um, Make sure you check out lockbetting.com. There's free betting tips on there. There's packages as well. Um, it's now over £9,400 since August. Uh, my work is available on datasheets.net, but that is primarily WWE stuff. James's Twitter is at Mr. James George. At Mr. James George, but still because I said until I manage to get sacked, I will not tweet again and still in the job. So yeah, just just at EPL Show Pod then. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be back next week with the EPL Show. Let's hope Man City don't have a trophy by then. 